Matthew 16 to Matthew 18 New English Translation Now when the Pharisees and Sadducees came to test Jesus, they asked Him to show them a sign from heaven. He said, When evening comes you say, It will be fair weather because the sky is red, and in the morning, it will be stormy today because the sky is red and darkening. You know how to judge correctly the appearance of the sky, but you cannot evaluate the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. Then he left them and went away. When the disciples went to the other side, they forgot to take bread. Watch out, Jesus said to them, Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. So they began to discuss this among themselves, saying, It is because we brought no bread. When Jesus learned of this, he said, You who have such little faith. Why are you arguing among yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand, and how many baskets you took up? or the seven loaves for the four thousand and how many baskets you took up? How could you not understand that I was not speaking to you about bread? But beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he had not told them to be on guard against the yeast and bread, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. When Jesus came to the area of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They answered, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets, he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, You are blessed, Simon son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you release on earth will have been released in heaven. Then he instructed his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. From that time on Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and experts in the law, and be killed and on the third day be raised. So Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, God forbid, Lord! This must not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan! You are a stumbling block to me because you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but on man's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to become my follower, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life because of me will find it. For what does it benefit a person if he gains the whole world but forfeits his life? Or what can a person give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. I tell you the truth, there are some standing here who will not experience death before they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. Six days later Jesus took with Him Peter, James, and John the brother of James, and led them privately up a high mountain. And He was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and His clothes became white as light. Then Moses and Elijah also appeared before them, talking with Him. So Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you want, I will make three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my one dear son, in whom I take great delight. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they were overwhelmed with fear and threw themselves down with their faces to the ground. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Do not be afraid. When they looked up, all they saw was Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, do not tell anyone about the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Why then do the experts in the law say that Elijah must come first? He answered, 
Elijah does indeed come first and will restore all things. And I tell you that Elijah has already come. Yet they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they wanted. In the same way, the Son of Man will suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them about John the Baptist. When they came to the crowd, a man came to him, knelt before him, and said, Lord, have mercy on my son because he has seizures and suffers terribly, for he often falls into the fire and into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they were not able to heal him. Jesus answered, You unbelieving and perverse generation! How much longer must I be with you? How much longer must I endure you? Bring him here to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him, and the boy was healed from that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why couldn't we cast it out? He told them, It was because of your little faith. I tell you the truth, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, nothing will be impossible for you. When they gathered together in Galilee, Jesus told them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised. And they became greatly distressed. After they arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and said, Your teacher pays the double drachma tax, doesn't he? He said, Yes. When Peter came into the house, Jesus spoke to him first, What do you think, Simon? From whom do earthly kings collect tolls or taxes, from their sons or from foreigners? After he said, From foreigners, Jesus said to him, Then the sons are free. But so that we don't offend them, go to the lake and throw out a hook. Take the first fish that comes up, and when you open its mouth, you will find a four drachma coin. Take that and give it to them for me and you. At that time the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child, had him stand among them, and said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn around and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then humbles himself like this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a child like this in my name welcomes me. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a huge millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the open sea. Woe to the world because of stumbling blocks. It is necessary that stumbling blocks come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into fiery hell. See that you do not disdain one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If someone owns a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go look for the one that went astray? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he will rejoice more over it than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that one of these little ones be lost. If your brother sins, go and show him his fault when the two of you are alone. If he listens to you, you have regained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others with you, so that at the testimony of two or three witnesses every matter may be established. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. If he refuses to listen to the church, treat him like a Gentile or a tax collector. I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you release on earth will have been released in heaven. Again, I tell you the truth, if two of you on earth agree about whatever you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are assembled in my name, I am there among them. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother who sins against me? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, Not seven times, I tell you, 
but seventy-seven times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his slaves. As he began settling his accounts, a man who owed ten thousand talents was brought to him. Because he was not able to repay it, the Lord ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, children, and whatever he possessed, and repayment to be made. Then the slave threw himself to the ground before him, saying, Be patient with me, and I will repay you everything. The Lord had compassion on that slave and released him, and forgave him the debt. After he went out, that same slave found one of his fellow slaves who owed him one hundred silver coins. So he grabbed him by the throat and started to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe me. Then his fellow slave threw himself down and begged him, Be patient with me, and I will repay you. But he refused. Instead, he went out and threw him in prison until he repaid the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were very upset and went and told their lord everything that had taken place. Then his lord called the first slave and said to him, Evil slave! I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not have shown mercy to your fellow slave, just as I showed it to you? And in anger his lord turned him over to the prison guards to torture him until he repaid all he owed. So also my heavenly Father will do to you, if each of you does not forgive your brother from your heart. Psalm 18 1 to Psalm 18 24 New English Translation for the Music Director, by the Lord's servant David, who sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord rescued him from the power of all his enemies, including Saul. He said, I love you, Lord, my source of strength. The Lord is my high ridge, my stronghold, my deliverer. My God is my rocky summit where I take shelter, my shield, the horn that saves me, and my refuge. I call to the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and I was delivered from my enemies. The waves of death engulfed me, the currents of chaos overwhelmed me. The ropes of shoal tightened around me, the snares of death trapped me. In my distress I called to the Lord, I cried out to my God. From His heavenly temple He heard my voice, He listened to my cry for help. The earth heaved and shook. The roots of the mountains trembled, they heaved because He was angry. Smoke ascended from His nose, fire devoured as it came from His mouth. He hurled down fiery coals. He made the sky sink as He descended a thick cloud was under his feet. He mounted a winged angel and flew, he glided on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, in thick rain clouds. From the brightness in front of him came hail and fiery coals. The Lord thundered in the sky, the Most High shouted. He shot his arrows and scattered them, many lightning bolts and routed them. The depths of the sea were exposed, the inner regions of the world were uncovered by your battle cry, Lord, by the powerful breath from your nose. He reached down from above and took hold of me, he pulled me from the surging water. He rescued me from my strong enemy, from those who hate me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in my day of calamity, but the Lord helped me. He brought me out into a wide open place, He delivered me because He was pleased with me. The Lord repaid me for my godly deeds, He rewarded my blameless behavior. For I have obeyed the Lord's commands, I have not rebelled against my God. For I am aware of all His regulations, and I do not reject His rules. I was innocent before Him, and kept myself from sinning. The Lord rewarded me for my godly deeds, He took notice of my blameless behavior. Proverbs 2:16 to Proverbs 2:22 New English Translation to deliver you from the adulterous woman, from the loose woman who has flattered you with her words, who leaves the husband from her younger days and has ignored her marriage covenant made before God. For she has set her house by death and her paths by the place of the departed spirits. None who go into her will return, nor will they reach the paths of life so you will walk in the way of good people and will keep on the paths of the righteous. For the upright will reside in the land, and those with integrity will remain in it, but the wicked will be removed from the land, and the treacherous will be torn away from it. 
Dot 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 the scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible https colon slash slash netbible.com copyright 1996, 2019 used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC All Rights Reserved. All glory to God in the highest.